to book it to the library, a book analysis and review podcast. Here we go into the nitty-gritty of some of our most favorite book series and ask the stupidest questions. Why do wizards need money? And why does Harry not ask any questions? Right now we're covering the Harry Potter series, so if you want to be a part of this journey, don't forget to hit follow and leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. So, let's book it to the library. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Book It to the Library and welcome back to another episode of Story Reading. Today's story is titled My Little Nightmare. So, I hope you enjoy. Nightmares? Oh, please don't mention them, B. I just got over one yesterday. You had one yesterday? B gulped. You should tell Mr. Faust. I am not going to go complaining to my dad, B. Besides, he'll think I'm lying. I don't know, Carla. Those dreams seem very real to me. How do you know? You haven't been in my head, Carla said. Oh, I know when someone's lying. You aren't. B straightened his suede jacket and looked tensely at the sky. Oh, come on, B. It's not going to rain. Your jacket will be fine. That's what you think, B pointed at Carla. You're no weather girl. Not yet, I'm not. I'm this close to getting the job, Carla gestured with her fingers. I don't know why you want to do that job anyway, B scoffed. Here we go again. I only have to work for an hour a day and I get paid handsomely for it. Besides, I get my own car. Carla nudged B and almost knocked him to the ground. Man, it sounds like that you should be signing up for WWE. Carla snickered. I don't get your obsession with that. It's all staged, you know. Hey, to each their own. B raised his hands in the air. Before Carla could reply, however, B's eyes narrowed and his hands dropped to his side. He stared at a spot just above Carla's shirt. He pushed Carla aside and stared at the spot directly behind her. Dude, why'd you push me? And were you staring at my boobs? Sorry and no, Beerich. You're my friend, dude. I was looking at something behind you. Why'd you have to look at me? It's not like you can see through me or anything. Carla folded her hands. B's eyes widened and he backed away. How do you explain that? He pointed at a tree behind Carla. Huh, Carla smirked. It's a tree, Dumbo. Anyone could have seen that. No, no, not the tree, B shook his head. That mark. Carla touched the bark and felt the carving. She took out her phone and switched on her flashlight. It was a bird of some sort, judging by the features. It was a raven. So, Carla turned to B. It's a raven. You don't understand, do you? B said. I saw that through you. I've never even been to this place before. Carla hesitated for a split second, but regained her bearings. I'm not going to fall for that. You probably came here yesterday. I scoped out this tree in this exact place to scare you. This was something supernatural. Yo, Carla put her hand on B's shoulder. You need to stop smoking those cigarettes. It's not the cigarettes. B pulled his hair in frustration. I know what I saw. Okay, Carla held up her hands. You win, but I'm going home. You want to come? No, you go ahead. You sure? Carla eyed the tree line. 
It's eight. You don't want to be caught out here alone. I'll be fine. Be stared at the tree as Carla walked away. Carla crept in her house and closed the door. She sneaked up the stairs and breathed a sigh of relief as she flopped on her bed. She hadn't got caught. Her mom wasn't home from the diner yet. Today must have been especially busy. She stared around her room and tried to idle as much as possible. She didn't want to go to bed. The voices wouldn't stop harassing her. As soon as she closed her eyes, she knew she was in for a treat, and it wasn't going to be sweet. She felt light in her dreams, as she always had, but today she felt especially heavy. She felt like she was walking around, carrying Bee on her back. She looked down at her dream state, and as usual, saw nothing. She walked over to the same spot she always went every night, or rather was dragged over there. You see, she had no control over herself when she dreamt. The voices started whispering. Usually, they would taunt her and call her bad names, but today was different. They whispered something even more terrifying. Kill him. Kill B. Kill B. He must not know. He must not know. Carla jerked out of bed. It was daytime, and the weak sun rays shone through the bedroom window. It was cold, and Carla's teeth chattered as she stared outside at the falling snow. Christmas had come early this year. Then she saw someone walking up to her house. It was B, but someone was with him. Carla was about to wave when the same voice from the dream spoke in her head. He's here now. Finish him. The figure next to B mouthed something and ran his hand across his throat. He disappeared in a swirling snow cloud. Carla was terrified now. Why did the voices want B dead? What had he done? She rushed downstairs and opened the door. He gestured for B to come in. He shivered and ran into the house. So, did your mom come to visit you? Uh, what do you mean, B? Carla frowned. My mom lives here. What? B looked shocked. Did you tell me she moved to Malibu? Malibu? B, my mom works at a diner here. Okay, then where is she? B asked her. Mom? Carla called. Come out and say hi to dumb B. Carla turned and saw her mom yawning and coming down the stairs. She ruffled Carla's hair and went into the kitchen for her coffee. Where have you been? Carla called in the kitchen. B stumbled on his shoes and stared dumbfounded at Carla. Who are you talking to? Carla sighed. My mom, you genius. Who do you think walked down the stairs? Carla. B put his hand on her shoulder. No one walked down the stairs. There's no one in this house but you and me. It's ridiculous, Carla scoffed. Is this one of your jokes again? Suddenly B's face turned gray. They want you to kill me, don't they? Carla's blood froze. How had Bee known about her dream last night? She pulled up a chair and she sat down. How do you know that? I'm sorry about this, Carla, but I have to do this. Bee looked at the knife on the table. No! What the hell are you thinking? Carla shouted at him. She grabbed the knife and threw it out of the window. You need to see the truth, Bee said. He opened the door and rushed outside. Suddenly, Carla couldn't move. She felt something stomping her. She watched as Bee plunged the knife in her heart. 
When Carla stopped crying, she opened her eyes. She was in a completely different place. Her house had vanished and she was in a dark forest. A light shone and she saw the tree with the marten, the raven. Underneath it, she saw a grave. The tombstone read Carla Frost. Thanks for listening. You can find Book It to the Library on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. This episode was edited and produced by yours truly. If you want to get in contact with the show, email us at bookittothelibrarypod at gmail.com. Till then, see ya!